Welcome to another episode of Dumb Binge Binging. I'm Josh. And I'm Tegan. And I'm Aubrey. Two special guests this week. (laughs) All right. I'm Aubrey. And I'm Gary, the fiance of Aubrey. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason Um, he's here. (laughs) For this episode, we watched Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns. God damn. Masterpieces. (laughs) I had already seen these movies. Tim Burton, auteur. Shut up. Oh my god. I legit this I hate Tim Burton. This did not save him for I me. I also don't like Tim Burton. This these, did save see, him for I, me. Yeah, these are I two do of his, like Tim Burton. I, thank you. I these are two of his biggest masterpieces. Shut up. This yeah, was before up. he went fully off the rails. There Tim, was no claymation in these. There was so. never rails for Tim Burton. Timothy Burton? Has start. never fucking seen a train um, in his goddamn life. So these rails. are the two Michael Tim Keaton Burton, movies. Tim Burton could never fucking be Bye Bye Man. Like, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> disgusting. Don't ever say that to me be again. Bye Bye Man is part of me now, and you're going to have to accept this. Bye Bye Man. This is our was, wait, so You know, sick. I watched Bye Bye Man you're separately, trying, and I agree. He's you, part of me as well. Are you trying to well. claim that Tim Burton could never do Bye Bye Man? No. Yes. He would do a claymation um, version actually, of Actually, actually, Tim Burton did do Bye Bye Man. Oh, the he, horse bride? No. We're, we're suggesting Tim Burton has fucked Bye Bye Man. Tim Burton actually <laughs> is the Bye the Bye, Bye, Bye Man. Man. Tim Burton actually is the Bye Bye Man. <laughs> I, Tim On all all levels of this argument, Tim Burton is, Tim Burton has, Tim Burton will be, will eventually make the Bye Bye Man. It's the Holy Trinity. And he's fucked the Bye Bye Man, he is the Bye Bye Man, like... Yes. He is the father of the Bye Bye Man. The ideal universe where you're able to fuck yourself constantly until you die. Well, I I can see that. No, I wouldn't, I would hate that. You ever just... That sounds like an awful universe. You just die. It was you like ever... the fruit fly universe. <laughs> you ever just like walking downtown, you're in the middle of a situation. And, and you're Tim Burton. Like random strangers are suddenly putting you in a situation. And they're that made you don't of clay. And also you're Tim Burton. And you say everything's spookier than it should be. There's a skeleton. You say I to like yourself, you know, <laughs> this no, is fucked you. up. Mm-hmm. Bye bye, man. The bye bye man. Um. So Adios. Batman. Yeah, is there any commentary for the fucking uh, Batman? There uh, will be. Bruce, I, once I fucking get my notes. Bruce Wayne. Well, let's let's talk about let's talk about Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson he didn't act. Didn't didn't have no. to be anyone other than himself. Jack Nicholson playing Jack Nicholson with green hair with makeup. Yes. Yeah. Jack Nicholson a playing fancy suit. What he was when he got into his mother's makeup at five. <laughs> well, like, what about that Adam Sandler movie that Jack Nicholson with anger management? Uh uh-uh. well, No, I will not ever, ever talk about Adam Sandler in my life <laughs> unless it's unless it's grown ups. No, but no. <laughs> was Jack Nicholson playing himself in that? Role? Was he evil? Like Adam Sandler was playing himself in Grown Ups. He wasn't, he wasn't, like, evil. Like, if he was evil, he was playing himself. Yeah. No. Jack Nicholson is an, uh, an evil, no. evil, he's the evil one, little man. Yeah. He's the one who gets Adam Sandler to realize that. No! 
You don't get to redeem Jack Nicholson. I, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off right there. I don't think Adam Sandler's <laughs> ever realized anything that he needed to realize about life. I think he's done his own thing. He has not given a shit about what the critics thought. <laughs> Otherwise, Grown Ups Two wouldn't have happened. Okay, so and I wish it hadn't. You guys are talking about Adam Sandler on like an emotional, fundamental level. I'm talking about You're Adam talking- Sandler specifically. Adam Sandler wants to be married to Salma Hayek. You're talking about Adam Sandler on a Batman <laughs> Which has nothing, No, but this... has nothing to do with anything! Gary! I was bringing up the movie Anger Management, which Adam Sandler was in, and in that movie, he, as a character, realizes like that, like, life is too short to care about certain things. Okay. Like, letting your emotions get the better of you, and at certain times... It's okay to say to someone, Relate fuck this to Batman. you. So Relate it sounds like straight. No, okay, I the finally got my notes up. Let's talk about Batman. My first note is literally, the Joker's backstory is weird. Like and Adam his Sandler. name is Jack, so it's canon that he is just Jack Nicholson. But that's his actual <laughs> character No, you know what? I accept that as canon. We'll move on. That's the name in the comic books. <laughs> um, my first note is about how this fucking movie, among all four of them, were two fucking hours long. They all are. All of Ridiculous. them. Ridiculous. Um, but you know what? The other ones didn't feel like two hours. This Batman first is, one did feel like Batman it. is still new to Gotham City in this first one. I, He's not established He's yet. a new kid on the block. <laughs> no one is marked. Um, I said Vicky Vale is just Batman's Lois Lane right down to the double letter initials. Yeah. I honestly, She's literally a photojournalist. Right. Same fucking person. Yeah. I know Vicky is part of the comics. I fucking wholly forgot she existed. I didn't recognize because the name when Vicky I heard Bale. it. Yeah. Just didn't give a shit about her. She's not as memorable. recognize that. She's not as memorable okay. as not Lois Lane because... She's not Lois. Because... Batman's best romantic interest is Catwoman. Catwoman. Selena Kyle. Who who is done very well. We'll get to that. We will get to it. We We are only six and a half minutes in. I would like to establish one thing amongst the group here. Okay. I'm going to say a question... You ask say a, question, a question. Ask a question. And then <laughs> I would like the group to go in order and say, I, who here, starting with me, <laughs> has read a significant amount of Batman comics oh from my God, various times. Oh, it's literally comic only I. Purist, I love oh paper. I it's literally only me. Gary and I. Yeah, it's I. not me. We don't need to go it's around it. It's starting just... Starting with Gary, It's I. just Gary and Josh. Gary and Josh. That's it. So let's let's take this one factor. We've into been booted out of the fucking podcast. No, I'm not. I'm not asking. I don't you guys. think we should apply comics to prayer. Uh, yeah, to yeah. The I, movies are separate. You, yeah. The Gary, only reason I want to Gary. bring that. No, no, no. no. We'll Wait. Call you when we Let me talk make about a point before day. you say this. Because Tim Burton literally said these were not based on the comics because he would not ever read comics. I'm not, and that's the thing. <laughs> and he's that's better. So he's stupid. better than that. I'm not ask. <laughs> I I am not asking about that aspect. First of all, I already Aubrey being my fiance, I know that she is only going to bring into Don't characters bring me into this. sexuality hey. into this entire conversation. Hey, that's it matters. Fine. Gary, it matters. It matters. Okay. And so I just want to establish that Vicky Vale, despite being for example, a lot like Lois Lane, they are not the same character. 
what's but, the point but here? But why? Tell us the, why. No, and I'm not saying they're the same character. I'm saying the same Batman. Or Vicky Vale is Batman's Lois, Lois Lane. Lane which, you they know are what? separate characters, but they are the same concept. Yeah. That, I can understand. Gary. So then why are we having That's this all we're saying. It? That's all we're saying. Because I feel Gary. like I just don't want Vicky this whole... Vicky Vale, hey... Listen, Vicky Vale is not a big part of this fucking movie, and yeah. we should not get hung up not, on this. She's in the first one, and that's it. Um, I'm not I, asking. No, I don't want to get hung up on this. Yeah, I just know yeah. that you this are getting whole hung thing... Up. I think the definition of hung up is, is what you are right, right okay. now. Okay. This whole conversation can just devolve <laughs> into an entire character's first It's not going to. You've it done was... that. You've made it back. Okay, my next note. My next <laughs> note is, who is this old man? I don't know who that was in reference to. Alfred. Alfred. No, not Alfred. Not Alfred. <laughs> Gordon. Some other old man. Probably so, Gordon, but I don't know. There's a lot of old men in Batman. There's a lot of fucking old it men It doesn't matter. Batman himself. There's Ben. If it's wow. Michael Keaton. If it's Michael Keaton. I said... <laughs> Michael Keaton is a decent Bruce Wayne, but he's not handsome enough, and he's a bad Batman. He needs more of a chin if he, he's gonna be Batman. To be, yes. Yeah. To be fair, he got a lot of flack from the get-go. He should have stuck to Mr. Theory. Mom, and that's it. Speaking because of, Because like... he was a comedian that was going to be Batman, and I, I personally think <laughs> oh that, for what like it is, he Edward, does a great job. Or whatever his name is. Speaking of Robert totally contextless Pattinson. character observations, one of my notes is just... So many of these actors look like humanized Pinocchios, and I don't know what that <laughs> oh, means. Well, that, you know what? I will say, we watched two of those Batman movies no. today, and that note holds up for those two movies we watched. They just... um, I said, I love Knox, who is like the K-O-X. journalist. Yeah. 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 He's the journalist. He's the real hero of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I think my main issue with the just wholly the first Batman movie was, and like, I know this was not at all part of the story at all. So many of my notes revolve around how fucked the interior and exterior decoration of Gotham in general is. <laughs> Gotham that, is a Tim special Burton. hell. That's that, honestly no, but it continues that, after it continues Tim Burton's after, the director. It's, I, you know what? I would wager that it's worse after, after Tim, Tim Burton. Yes, no, but because I, it gets like the weird Greco-Roman influence. Like, it's because why people, is there black light? Okay, people but, other than Tim Burton tried to Tim Burton the movies, yeah, and like if that, you're not Tim Burton, you can't, you can't Tim Burton a that. movie. That, that is a great point. The first two movies, very Tim Burton esque. A lot of spirals. A lot of like. Mm-hmm. Kind of surreal, surreal Halloween vibes to the yeah. whole movie. Which, like, goddamn Tim. It, it's just Tim Burton. It is. Yeah. It's what it's he does. Tim Burton. But I, I really like the point you brought up where, like, the directors after that tried to, yeah, tried to create. But we'll, a kind we'll of Tim get Burton to it in vibe. the next episode yeah. when we talk about those two movies, which aren't okay, Tim yeah. Burton yeah. movies because they're not Tim Burton movies, and there's a specific aesthetic reasons that yeah. they are not. Yeah. Um, so, um, we definitely want to make it a point to mention the fact that the first movie, um, the main villain, the other movies after this are half and half with two villains, maybe like 60, 40 with two villains. The main villain of the first movie is solely the Joker. Mm -hmm. That was wholly just Jack Nicholson. Just being Jack Nicholson. If if the Joker were 
played by anyone else, I would wager to say that they would maybe have sprinkled another villain in there. But Jack Nicholson stole the show all on his own. Since we're talking about this, I have a few notes on the Joker right here. Um, I love that he was already wearing purple pants just as an aesthetic (laughs) choice before he became the Joker. He didn't need to change. He already was wearing purple pants. God, Joker's Um, seen King I like that in this movie... The Joker is Batman's fault entirely. Yeah. No, you... And that's... You live long enough what's, to see yourself become the This villain. movie, and then, the Joker oh, okay. was Batman's fault, and, and then Batman there was, was the Joker's the fault. The Joker, right after he becomes the Joker, he goes to kill his old boss, and there's this fucking, just like, circus music playing in the background, yeah. <laughs> and it was very Thank funny you, to me. <laughs> Thanks, Prince. Prince did the score for this movie. Ooh. Did he? Prince did the music so, I, for like, the first Batman movie. I honest to God don't remember shit from the bat the first Batman movie. Yeah, other Prince than Prince did I the wrote. music. A lot of people say that, that <laughs> Jack Nicholson is the best Joker. I would like to go on record, and I think he's the third best Joker of all time. Oh, who's who's number two? Number two would be Heath Ledger. Wait, 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 Whoa. wait! What? No, who's no, no, number no, no. one? Mark that, Hamill. Definitely. But he wasn't a full... He was a voice actor Joker. Yeah, yeah but he but did the animated series. He did the video games. He's done so I much know, Joker. He, has, not, he, he is who I hear as the Joker. It's like but apples and you oranges. He, you hear him no. as the Joker. But I see him as not. the Joker, too. It's, but how? The, the reason... Fr- they, if I think of the Joker, yeah. the first Joker I picture is animated series. Well, I suppose. But that's but, not physically Mark yeah. Hamill. The, the thing about the Joker... It jo- doesn't matter. That's how good he is. I picture Luke Skywalker with the Joker's voice. That's yes. not, That's fine. That is, <laughs> that is not fine. Not, uh, the thing is, I don't think that's a fair assessment. Because when I say that Mark Hamill is the best Joker, it's about who brought the Joker to, to life. life and that's the, the animated series. And I don't know. That, well, it's just like, hey, let's lay it out. The animated series of the Batman, the original animated series, was the best run of Batman that's yeah. ever existed. Like, exactly. Yeah. We're just going to... Like, that's why he's the best... Batman. The hottest. <laughs> the no, that's Val Kilmer. Well, we'll get to Val it. Val Kilmer. Yeah. We'll get to it. You know what? That's a fair distinction. Yeah. There is. It's a big distinction. I think he's a hot Batman too because we'll get to it. Nobody's face. No, we'll get well, to it. I have my no. reasons. In the yeah, the bat cowl does not do anything. Doesn't do anyone's face anything. I disagree. You disagree? I disagree. We'll get to it. I'm wearing a Batman sweatshirt right now. I'm pulling (laughs) the hood over. Let's try this again. (laughs) Who's the sexiest Batman? Gary! Val Kilmer. Yeah. Gary! Darn, but thank you. (laughs) Darn, but thank you. It's a sweatshirt, Gary. What other notes do I have here? cost a lot of money. I also just said Jack Nicholson is fantastic as the Joker. Yeah. I don't well, think he's the best one, but he is no, good. But it's he... not a role. It's just No, Jack exactly, Nicholson. but it works. Oh, this this being said, um, this the is... parts where the Joker paints his face to be skin toned, terrifying. Yeah. 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 So upsetting. Like it. It's like so it. upsetting. Yeah. Have, have, big question, quick question I have. Has anyone big here question. read like uh <laughs> it it's a it was a short comic run and it Gary. became a graphic novel? No, You're I'm talking serious. about Suicide Squad. Has anyone read <laughs> Batman the Long Halloween? No. Oh, no. God, I've tried. I've tried. It's if so much. doesn't tell you how it is. Uh, comics are just so much at this point. Like, it's... 
reading in just any yeah. form. Unless it's the Walking Dead graphic novel. Walking Dead killed me. I can't. I can't. Ditto. I never tried. I, f- I feel like the... <laughs> I, I honestly feel like the trick to it is picking an era of comic books and then having a source for reading them. No. Wild. The only comic I can I only I read certain wanted. Batmans, but not from specific eras, just certain runs. The Batmans... And X-Men. The Batmans from I've any read era. are just a collection of Poison Ivy comics because, like, it's Poison Ivy. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I like the Dark Crystal comic, so, but that's it. That's not bad. What else is? <laughs> but um, okay, the Dark Crystal comic, for example, like that. <laughs> okay. I haven't read Jimmy, that, but I would Jimmy like Henson. to. That's a niche. Timothy Henson. Yeah. That, that's a specific. We'll him. That's a specific oh, niche. Well, you with know what? A very well, limited probably several people for Dark Crystal. Oh, I, I'm just <laughs> saying. I have a lot to say about that one. <laughs> There. That Josh is a, Aubrey only. That is a very specific. With Blake. <laughs> oh. Stop. Stop. We can't name drop a man we're not going to include. That's a very specific niche that has a very limited run of comic books. You could find that. That's very easy to find. I'm talking like. Bad Dick. Batman. <laughs> you. Okay, so Bad Dick. Okay. Bring fine. it back. There's, there's a three comic book run of that. Everybody very... knows about the long and Halloween. everyone got mad, and then they discontinued the Bat Dick comic. No, oh, but that, <laughs> shut but up about the Bat Dick. That's it's a, a sore very, spot. That is a very specific <laughs> niche. <laughs> sore spot. With, with a very cultural impact. <laughs> and that's why, like, yeah, you could go find the Bat Dick easily. That's a, I wish. Easily you could go find that. I'm talking like images, not in comic books. I'm talking. Pick a superhero. Pick a certain time period. Like I'm talking like, for example, Captain America, 1940s. Nah, this is not a Marvel podcast. No, I'm I'm talking like Jeff Johns, Green Lantern. God damn, we are being specific. No, Gary knows too many Green Lantern. Make your point. uh, my Make point, your point. We're getting back to is, Batman. My, Batman time. My point is, <laughs> 2003 to 2008. That's one of the best era for comic books. Okay, how does that relate to the movie? What? How this the rela- movie that we watched that we're talking about? <laughs> it's the All, same main character. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if you read comic books from around that era based on that superhero, Batman obviously is what we're talking about. <laughs> And you take a look at how the comic books were, how that portrays to specifically a character like Joker, how does Jack Nicholson portray that character, and then how do you look at the Joker in different iterations based on Jack Nicholson's character? Jeez, this is dense. A lot like I Carl don't even Marx know how to answer and that And how question. we can see him in our modern day politicians. I will, with my bare hands, strangle Karl Marx. But that is neither I here literally nor don't there. know how to answer that question. <laughs> to be fair, I wasn't deep, paying attention. You're reading too deep My into next a character. Oh, Tim Burton by a pencil. There's a part where Bruce Wayne brings flowers to this exact spot where his parents died, and that made me really sad. Yeah, there were a few. <laughs> there were a few places in all of the movies that I probably could have cried. I'm uh, gonna fully admit I don't remember enough about this movie to know what the fuck you're talking about right now. Well, Vicky Vale is stalking him to learn more about him, and he takes flowers to his parents' grave, and she stalks him to find out why he brought flowers there. 
I did. I wholly did not pay attention to anything that That's was not emotional. the Joker going hog fucking wild. It's emotional. Wild. And I, I will say, you know, we'll talk about the Penguin later. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> we're gonna have to. Um. All you know what he brought tears to my eyes. I'll um, say that for yeah. now. We'll we'll elaborate more. I'll later. also say I do not know who said this quote in the movie, but I hated it. Somebody said, "I'm of a mind to make some Mookie." Sex. Oh. It had to be the Joker. Sounds like this <laughs> it was no it, oh actually now. yes, the Joker said that to Vicky Vale. The Joker was so fucking quotable in this movie. I do have a couple. Um okay. one of the Wait, the Joker said uh, he yeah, wanted to fuck, fuck Vicky, Vicky Vale. Yeah, that was the whole fucking point. He kept um, kidnapping her because he wanted to, to fuck, fuck her. her. Well, he's as bad as the Classic penguin. Jack, am I right? Yeah, I suppose. I have two quotes listed at the bottom before I lost my fucking pen at 2 a.m. when I watched this godforsaken movie. It's godforsaken, <laughs> would... right. Uh, okay, go on. Yeah. Um, quote the Joker, this town needs an enema followed by a kazoo noise. Wait. Funny. I don't remember Hilarious. that. Yep. He was implying he was the enema, which <laughs> and, is very fun. And then an enema makes a kazoo noise. Yes. The, so as we of course, know. what else would it make? Look at the movie and ask yourself, what does that We live mean? in a society and what I'm the that, enema. What does that say? And then needs an enema. enema. There's a lot of shit it needs cleaned out. Yes, I'm sorry. Carrie, I'm going to be thinking about that for yeah, a while. I wrote that fucking down. Um, and God. then after that is a conversation between Vicky Vale and Joker where Vicky says, you're insane, and he follows it up with, I thought I was a Pisces, which is a very Pisces thing to say. That is incredible. <laughs> you know what? Gary's a Pisces, and I will agree. Gary, I, are you the Joker? That's textbook you. Dispute, dispute that you were the Joker. The only other Joker I, quote I you, wrote down is that he calls his product that kills people Smilex. Hmm... <laughs> I don't, okay, not remembering what his product is physically, <laughs> when you said calls yeah. his product that, you know. It's the Joker. Yeah, it's the Joker. It's drugs. So, well, yeah. He puts it in random cosmetics and food. Hate it. I just wholly was not present the entire two hours of this um, Yeah, movie. no, I really Joker and his goons prancing around to the Prince song in the art museum is the funniest thing I've ever seen in <laughs> yeah. my entire that life. That's like the only good scene. I believe... No, that's, I, that's not the only yeah. good scene, but... No, I think funny. it is. There's a golden fucking scene in it's the movie. It's so funny. <laughs> that's one of the most iconic scenes about that Any movie. villain's goons in these movies Yeah, the goons are, are really, really the well shining written. stars. Yeah. <laughs> like, they weren't written, but, like... They just were all given their role and told to improvise. Vicky like, Vale says to Bruce Wayne, I've loved you since I met you, a week after she met him. Yeah. Seems about <laughs> right. That's, that's it's what, Bruce yeah. fucking Wayne. That's yeah. why I don't believe that that movie was written without some kind of comic book influence. You sure? Like, but it wasn't. Tim Burton literally said he's never read a comic book in his life. Tim Burton read it's his Tim Burton. own movies and then yeah. made Batman. Tim Burton rewatched Edward Scissorhands and just fucking just made like, it Batman. Eh, yeah. Oh, hey, I have uh, never uh, drank in high school, but, you know... What? What are you 
fucking talking I made a about? Movie, I made Tim a movie Burton? About Is that it. what you're talking about? Oh my god. I'm saying Gary, you get out of here. Are you comic oh book Oh my god. Purist. I really don't think Tim Burton read the comic books. I really books. don't think so. I don't I, think so. I think Tim Burton. I think Tim Burton did his own shit. Tim Burton doesn't know the He did whatever the fuck he wanted. Are you saying he basically just had a premise and... Yes. Yeah. Batman's not hard. You know what? And it seems like that too. It seems like he had a vague idea of what he was writing and he just went with it. And Classic it no, Tim. And I'm not even saying that's a bad thing. No, because he made These two movies are good. They're good. I'm not I'm I not wouldn't go as far as saying but... they're they're good. I would. They're <laughs> masterpieces. He's he straight up nailed the Joker's origin though from like the get-go. Yeah, and that's because he has that type of dark Tim, mind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tim Burton read the fucking Wikipedia and was also Tim Burton and, and that's he, why he, he got it right. His life and he's like yeah, well, we'll go with that. So this was a movie made in the 80s. You're talking about a movie that was literally made before the internet was... Shut up, we, shut you up, know what shut we mean. up, He looked up, up an encyclopedia in the library. No. Fucking Tim Burton utilized he, the Dewey Decimal System. Yeah. Who gives a shit? He went off the Tim did it. If, if Tim did he, it. If he was going off the Dewey Decimal System, you're talking about a man who ah, walked into Gary. a library and read we need to get to, We need to get to the rest of the this Batman isn't even, movies. We haven't my, reached the Penguin okay. yet. Yeah. My only other point for this first movie is that there's this part. It starts like they're fighting on the church tower. Mm-hmm. The police are supposed to be putting spotlights to see what's happening. They're terrible at it. They're, they're, they're cops. All cops are ineffective. over the place. That's why Batman exists. Yeah. Yes. They that's don't the whole serve fucking an orb But that's my literal. <laughs> that's like the last I will, thing I have to say about my this first movie. Overall, like commentary on the first Batman movie is everything following this movie had to rely on the f- two villain narrative. The first Batman movie only needed the Joker. Yeah. Because. Yeah. That's, like, what the Joker um, is. Yeah. He carries a narrative. You don't need the backstory no. for him, either. Like, he's just f- wholly insane. Well, I feel like that... Shit, you're right. I feel like Batman Returns, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's kind of expanding on the de- uh, idea of what Batman has to deal with. Yeah. His angst. And then, <laughs> like, uh, uh, what's the Val Kilmer movie? What's the, the, the Batman Robin. Forever. Robin. Bat- Robin? Okay, so that one's Batman Forever. And then yeah. Batman and Robin. No, Batman and Robin is George Clooney. I know, but that's after Batman yeah. Forever, which and, is not here. And so that was that was from a different director, and at that yes. point, it was it was kind of established a a Batman movie was going to make money, and B it was yeah. kind of just like what what. It had an entirely com- different feel. What, yes. What, what comic book names we'll can we that. pack into yeah. that? Like the Riddler, that's big in Batman. The, the two that's face. Fair. And yeah. let's get Jim Carrey to play him. Yeah. We'll get to that. That's the <laughs> next we'll, episode. But yeah, I get your fucking point. Yeah. I get we'll your... move on to Batman Returns. I get... Unless anybody else has more to say about no, the first I'm good. No, I'm good yeah. at the first Bat- Batman. Batman, Batman Returns just... is the second part of this episode. Which is... um. Penguin and Catwoman, which wow. are like two winners. Yeah. Let's yeah. Say. So my first, Honestly. I guess it's like really Actually, hard to follow. Yeah, it's like, I guess it's hard to follow the Joker for like in context of Batman villains, but like the Penguin, he. I mean, I honestly they made it work. Yeah. I feel they bad made... for the Penguin. I yeah, he was a baby. His parents put him in the sewer, and that's and actually literally. I said that whole beginning sequence made with his cry. birth and stuff. 
That's so Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. Tim Burton. I would agree. Like, the, the way it's <laughs> shot, the way it's scripted, yeah, yeah. everything about it, it's just so Tim, Tim Burton. Burton. I want to backtrack farther than that, where the opening credits, there is somebody listed, and I wanted to point this out, somebody is listed in the opening credits before, like, like right after director, producer, writer, as Penguin Makeup Credits. <laughs> okay. At the beginning. That is the that, most important after the shit, people that made the movie. That's understandable, though. It took a lot of Because work. they, yeah. like... I get that. I get it's important because it's Penguin. I'm confused as to what penguins that is referring to. Like all of them. Is the penguins it, themselves? Are you talking them. Danny yeah. DeVito? Is it it's Dan- referring to Danny DeVito. Is it yeah. Danny DeVito? It's Danny DeVito. Or is it the army of literal birds? It's Danny no, DeVito because the literal DeVito birds were just mascots. Penguin. Yeah, they were just small people wearing but costumes. They, the, but they needed makeup to look like birds. Okay. Not no, 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 it was just costumes. Th- this has been Not come makeup. out and said. Like a suit, like a penguin suit. It took him multiple hours to get into that costume. Danny DeVito? Danny I bet, DeVito, yeah. I bet yeah. he liked Oof. it though, knowing him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I bet he liked it. And it was good work. That's a good costume. It freaks me yeah, out. It makes me want to vomit. Yeah. I and that's good. Yeah, that's it good. It should. Yeah. The only thing I can focus on for that fucking What's costume... What's coming out of his mouth? ...is his Hank Hill ass. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's just Danny DeVito's ass. Um, it's real life. For the beginning, I also said you can really tell Danny Elfman did the score for the second yeah. movie. That's what you said. Fuck. And then also, the penguin literally being raised by penguins is so fucking funny. It's sad. It's sad. So much. But it's also so, really it's yeah. funny. It's funny because it's like, how did they raise him? It's why, absurd. Why yeah, does he the, make a yeah. joke about his license being expired when he probably never had one? Yeah, no, exactly. It's so absurd. <laughs> why, but it is sad. Why does, he, why does he lust after but human it's funny. women? It, yes. Why yeah. doesn't he fuck it's, birds? Why doesn't he fuck birds? Why doesn't he fuck Tim birds? Tim Burton, comma, it's Halloween-y, comma, it's campy. Yes, it's very per- campy. It is I believe which is a continuation for the factor. rest of this series. And yeah, it gets camp. only worse. After well, it yeah. gets so much worse. Yeah. Yeah. The first question I would have about that movie, it's like, of all Batman villains, why would you choose the Penguin? Yes, mm. to follow up the Joker. I would say, why not? But, honestly. But Riddler. The, I mean, the, the the, the, I honestly but we think we needed a break from the crazy. And I think at the time, <laughs> well, I I mean I don't know. I wasn't alive was. at the time, but I really think the penguin used to be a bigger villain than he is now. And yes, I think, I, I think if that the and penguin obviously, were always and I feel like Catwoman is an obvious choice. Obviously, yeah, no, and she was done great by I Michelle Pfeiffer. Really, really, really wish she had continued on for the rest of the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that may just be me. No, wanting it's not just the you. bang. <laughs> And watch her. Yes. To <laughs> Michelle be in- Pfeiffer is... <laughs> She's a hot cat woman. Honestly, my yes. favorite cat woman. Yeah. Love the hair. Love the hair. Love Michelle. the attitude. Josh, I, w- I would like to continue Love on she just to your point like of meow. saying that <laughs> the Penguin at that time was a bigger villain. I don't have a confirmation on that. But okay. It just seems... My, my, my dad is who got me into comic books. My dad is who introduced me to these movies and... If you were to ask Greg Heckart who <laughs> his favorite villains are from Batman, the Penguin would be up there. And when so, he, when he okay. was growing up, like he watched reruns of the Adam West Batman series, yeah. who the Penguin was very much a part of. And uh, at the time where he was reading comic books, the Penguin would have been definitely a character mm-hmm. who was kind of, ah, ha, ha, Batman! He seems like, very, like... 
prime yeah. camp. So like, yeah. I get it. It just and it's also but Tim the penguin Burton is such a Tim control. Burton yeah. kind of character. Yes. Tim yeah. Burton really took that character to the next level. He did. Yeah. Um it's it, it, issue, this is probably my favorite version of Penguin and Catwoman both. The issue yeah. I had with the Penguin origin story for this movie is as a personal standing of where I am, I f- like I've definitely seen these movies before. I don't believe I was capable of cognition when I watched them the first couple times. So my relationship with this is his origin story is wholly just American horror story like yeah. um yeah. freak show. Oh, I see that. Yeah. I can see that. That's all I thought. That entire are you, sequence. Are you specifically talking um, like the TV show? Or are you? Or yes. You, okay. Yeah. My all of my thoughts during that opening sequence with his origin story were that I want to cry. I want to cradle this poor deformed baby. Yeah, like, and he does not deserve to live in the sewer again. It was like wildly also, Tim Burton. The way, yeah, because he made a monster out of an infant. He did a, a fucking baby. Because the most that this like would actually exist is it's just a baby with like with fused some, fingers, with some messy fingers, yeah. and like I would love that baby the same. Yeah, but it the works baby in a way where by the cats. end of this movie, I'm like, you know what? He deserved that. I suppose. No, but he didn't. He's he was evil. a baby. No, he was only no. made evil by his yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying as a baby he deserved that. I'm saying by the end of the movie he deserved exactly what he got. I no. guess, but I can see I, I can see that he was made that. his way he was made the way he is by the people who were yes. supposed to be caring for him. They could have put see, him in a group home, but they put him in the I have, I have limited him. psychology background. I've only taken like two psych classes. But I That's know more than I have. I know. I'm a psych minor. I know that nature takes precedence over nurture no, most of not. the time. No, it does not. Yes, it's, it it's does. A big no, it does give not. and take. Nature versus nurture is really give and take, and no. most people who are evil were already evil when they were babies. I'm gonna say okay. a lot of nature is is determined by nurture. Nurture, yeah. but a lot nurture of, can determine your genetics. Yes. Yes. But and your also, genetics are also part of nature. Okay, but you're saying yeah, His but they can evil. be changed by nature. You're saying okay, by nurture. So you're I, saying evil is intrinsically natural. I think it is. No, but I don't the think any definite evil. the definition of evil and good again. This is, is probably this societal. Is, no, exactly. This is probably my Holy Lutheran God. background. I think every single human being is born evil. Wow. Over the capacity to do evil things. This is a discussion being wrought on well, by Tim Burton. No, this no, is no, a discussion no, for we'll another... We'll do another podcast based that, this on this. This is not a discussion no, that, for right now, that but I... That is point of art in general, and this is Tim Burton's <laughs> art, no. so no, no. It is Tim Burton, Burton you know is a cuck. This is exactly <laughs> what Tim Burton wants, and I don't want to feed him. No, yeah, I, you're right. He's he's tingling right now because we're I, talking yes. about this. I, I have two. I don't know. I have two ultimate points. I want a cradle baby okay. penguin. Number yes. one on the overall topic of what this uh, devolved or evolved into. Okay, devolved. is evolved. Yes, uh, I agree with Josh. I think human beings are ultimately <laughs> evil in a philosophical sense. In a a biological sense. Burton-esque sense. (laughs) We, I think, are beings of self-gain. Pure hedonism, huh? Yeah. Even when you're trying to do something for the greater of good, it's inherently selfish. I agree. Yes. Like, you're you're calling up, for example, a dying family member. Okay. But the issue Can with I that bring up is, another point? Let's talk about 
Batman. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is Batman related. No, it's not. No, this is. I swear it is. This is literally in the movie. Penguin willingly killed and ate a cat as an infant. You're right. Yes, and an infant doesn't. Yes, no, I don't feel like we can quantify it as willingly kill. I think he was two or three at that point and he killed and ate a cat. Listen to this. Listen to this. A a, a two year old and a four year old where their mom went to go take a shower. The two year old. This is a real life example. This is a real life example. (laughs) The. What was it? The four year old knocked over the TV. And it fell on the two-year-old and killed him. Mm. And the mom came out of the shower and realized that her two-year-old got crushed by the TV, by her four-year-old. Is that four-year-old evil? No. No, exactly. I don't think that action is evil, but I think humans are... I legitimately do think humans are evil. This is a lot of, like, responsibility to place on a hypothetical... Yes, exactly. Let's just move on from this point. We are never going to agree on this point. No. Let's just move on. We've gotten to a very, like, humanistic point. The second point I ultimately wanted to bring up with this is I think ultimately, as far as depicting the Batman goes... In the the Tim Burton films is I, what yeah. Batman realizes from the fights he has. What what Batman does with his humanitarian side, like the whole, for example, the whole reason that Batman is will able to never, no, 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 will never <laughs> kill the Joker. No, 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 no. He did kill the Joker in the first movie, but brutally, the, <laughs> brutally. And he killed lots of people in the second yes. and third. Yes. And, the, and comic book Batman, like the, his We're whole not talking thing, comic book talking, Batman. This is no. just I know, movies, but I the whole point <laughs> yeah. I, I brought up about this is what I think that Tim Burton failed to do with depicting the Batman is Batman himself. Okay. He he only has a, a very small moral code, and that's yeah. He he's very because he's rich. I actually have a counterpoint to that. Oh yeah. Because God. in the golden age of comics, Batman killed people every single issue. I think... I it think, wasn't until... Okay. Are you talking like... It wasn't until the 70s, 80s that he got a no-kill code. I think... Are you think, talking like the 30s? Hey, and hey. And I killed think people constantly. We should divorce the comics from this and yeah. speak wholly as a movie. Just, no, and just these movies. But that's why I wanted to add to that. Because, first of all, <laughs> Tim Burton did not read the comics. No. But this also... Is, Batman's no kill code is a relatively modern invention. This is not a new concept of the cinematic universe is wholly separate from the comic universe. And okay, the um the first two movies I'm not a fan of. However, Batman will not kill necessarily yeah. in the later Batmans, but he will maim and he will cripple. Yes, he also. He Very doesn't kill in the Christopher Nolan movies, but he kills so many people. Like, he as good as kills people. As but, human yeah. beings, we understand the implication of setting a man on fire. He has... Yeah, that, he, they're done. They're done. <laughs> but he has Crispy. His, That's he worse has than killing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is ultimately what the Tim Burton... But he doesn't... Again, he but he doesn't always have therapist. that role, It's really yes. inconsistent. Nicole Kidman. The, the I, Tim Burton Batman... I think Batman. the only thing that is inconsistent is Gary, just like Flashpoint Gary. Batman. No, no we're not talking about Flashpoint Batman. No, yeah, we are not. Batman we are not. Kill people regularly. Oh. Again, uh, this is not... 
I this am, is I am the wrong fourth for this conversation. This is a discussion of Tim Burton's concept of We just talking about the movies. Let's Dark, move on. All right. Gritty, move on. Michael Keatman. No, no This is okay. wholly a discussion of a vehicle of storytelling. Okay. We don't need to know, like, this is like discussing, like, right. the Bible versus, like, I'm going to yes. say the move writing on. was bad. The dialogue was bad. Fuck. Yeah. In Batman 2. Right the fuck out. In both. Well, in both of them, but... None wow, of, God. I'm, I'm going, Michael um, Keaton. Wow. None of these movies were good. I'll say I want to plant my... Again. I'm going to say the one with Riddler was a masterpiece. No, I Holy because of Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. No, what, I... We'll, what, we'll get to that, but what, I yes. really yeah. disagree with what, that. What aspect are you talking about? Okay, let's... As bad. You know what? I will oh say God. the one good line in the one in Batman number two was when that girl said she was hungry and Batman said, eat floor... And no, that was Batman three. No, oh no, 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 that was no, Batman, Batman two. No, Selena Kyle was there. Yes, Catwoman. He said, "Eat floor," yes. and slammed her face into the floor. Yeah, <laughs> that was very Anyways, funny and so, very good. My next point was just this: Penguin <laughs> and this Catwoman are my favorite versions of Penguin and Catwoman. Yeah, I think this is Penguin Prime. I did not enjoy this Catwoman. I like the Catwoman. I love. I think she's deranged and sexy. But I also think Michelle Pfeiffer is really hot. (laughs) She is hot. So that was a big part. They try hard to make her look like a nerd in the beginning with the glasses, but she's still hot with those glasses. (laughs) I think, as someone depicting the Catwoman, she is one of my absolute favorites. I think. I I think part of it is I really like this Catwoman costume. It's yeah. a good I hated it. I, I hated like it. it. I I just I think it's like awful. <laughs> I genuinely hate this costume. I I like the aesthetic <laughs> of her shitty apartment. You can tell from yes. her design. Yeah. And when I, she has a mental I, breakdown yeah, and destroys it. Scene. I love that scene. It's okay, my favorite but scene I like in this it. Movie. Very much this is like defining. I hated that as well. That's my I, favorite scene because out, I've I done that. It. I've done that. I, I literally destroyed my roommate was gone i destroyed my dorm and Ugh. sewed some of my clothes well, you were Catwoman. <laughs> you're just Catwoman. i like i that just, is my favorite scene in this movie you're just tim burton's Catwoman. <laughs> michelle pfeiffer reborn no, i i think as far as someone depicting a mental breakdown uh, uh the Catwoman is what i was gonna go <laughs> darkness wow. yeah Wow, Aubrey. It was a good mental breakdown. It was a good mental breakdown. I think it was... She really lost it. I I, think it was completely unwarranted and had no construction. She just Unwarranted, she just got thrown out of a window. Yeah, and I feel like... And bitten by cats. Yeah. I think the spray paint was completely unrelated to all of it. I think she was saving that for a situation like that. I think it was valid. Yeah. I think that that was... most, I like the scene where she comes home and she's reenacting the first time she came home before, where she's like, honey, I'm home. Oh, yeah, I forgot I wasn't married. That was she, the mental breakdown. Yes, I yeah. like the beginning of it. And then as, as it kept going, it just got farther and farther and more Tim Burton-y, where it felt like it wasn't the breakdown of an adult woman. No, it, it was felt very accurate Tim to me, Burton-y. because those are like the breakdowns I have right now as an adult. I think who's <laughs> an, an adult woman? Who's an adult woman? I'm not a woman. Exactly. If I were to have a breakdown a and I had spray paint on that's me, that's a lot to unpack, and that. I'm not yeah. going to do that here. But I just those yeah. feel accurate to me. Yeah, I just I would agree. I think the original setting and like how she lived is the main crux of the issue for me is because as an adult woman, I within her career path, I don't think she would live wholly among stuffed animals with dollhouses. 
with, uh, like, the fully... She didn't have a childlike apartment. But I think a lot of I adults just, do. I want to say... Especially adults who are unfulfilled and... Yeah. Slightly I, unhinged. I, I want to know what her rent was. I didn't was. believe it. Because she had a pretty nice apartment Looking for at New me, York Gotham. Yes. with GameCube and Game Boy. As somebody well, who is video games are wholly separate from stuffed animals no, being your main source of decor. Like boy I have, I have video stuffed games animals. Are boy stuffed animals. Again, I am like, unhinged. Yeah. I, I have I have Pokemon the, plushies. The separation from pl- from like plushies. stuffed animals that represent like an intrinsic interest of yours to just having stuffed no. animals because you believe that's what women like enjoy. A monkey. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Now. It felt it. It wholly, but again, to me, it wholly felt like a male scriptwriter, a male director trying to understand what a woman's psyche yeah. is. That's to a good have point. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. It just the whole apartment and even this... before the like breakdown, it felt like they did not understand what a woman would decorate their apartment. Okay, I guess yeah. I feel like the breakdown is warranted. I feel like the, the breakdown was fully warranted. Yes. Yeah. Is not what a woman no, exactly. like Selena Kyle would be living in. Exactly. Based, based, it's, okay, based only upon her outfit and how she yes. dresses herself. Yes. She yeah. wouldn't be living I can in a agree place with that, that looks like that. That's a good so, point. Yeah, that's a good The point. fact that a lot of the breakdown hinged on shit that was in the apartment that did not mesh, yeah. in my opinion, with what the character is supposed to be, it felt wholly unrelated. Yeah, she yeah. should have been like a professional, a young okay. professional woman. Like maybe like the the but smashing I don't think her she felt like a should young have been professional a vibrator woman. or something. Yes. Yeah. Or like I felt like the smashing of her phone and her answering machine was really necessary. That the was necessary. spilling the milk everywhere over the kitchen, like it fit. Her having her stuffed animals down the garbage. Her stable. having stuffed animals and a dollhouse at that age in her point in her career. But she's not at a point in her career. This is a brand new career. She has no direction in her life. Her mother still controls every aspect of her life. The issue with that is she would have had to make the choice by moving into this apartment to bring a fucking dollhouse. Yeah. I think that's reasonable seeing how much seeing how much control her mother has over her life still. I, I don't think that. Wearing, I think she's very juvenile at I the beginning. If she'd been wearing a sweater rather than the yes. skirt suit that yes, she had been wearing, like, then it would have made more sense. The full cohesive like pantsuit yeah. outfit. She looked too professional to have this kind yeah. of living situation. Oh. And it's I honestly with that, that small of a difference. Yes. I I definitely see what you're saying. With, like, the stuffed animals in the mm. dollhouse, but, like... I didn't like it. Also, a woman who wishes she was, like, married and getting dicked down every night would, yeah, not, would not have that stuff. Yes. That's yeah. just not I, true. Yeah. I, okay. I've, I have been to girls' houses who are exactly like that. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay. Maybe if that, we had been given the evidence that she was a Christian. Yeah. I, I, I think... <laughs> like a fucking cross We have off. that evidence with how much control her mother has over her Shut life up. still. That's just how moms are. She's no, it is straight. not. No, I, that is not how most moms are. I, I think what, like, as far as the stereotypical depiction mm-hmm. of what you're talking about, yes, 100% I agree with you. Mm-hmm. The whole idea that she can't exclusively have those things because of that stereotypical depiction. I don't agree with that. I mean, maybe she's weird, but I feel like it's like it, Occam's razor. The thing <laughs> that is, you know, more complicated is less likely to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with you that the, the... It's a mess. Here's something we can all agree on. Yeah. 
this movie felt more Tim Burton than the first one. Yes. It, yes. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. I want to say that. I think that's solely up to the penguin. Penguin, yes. Yeah. That's on the back of the penguin. Yeah. And, and Catwoman, though. Just in her design. I, I feel like yeah, her, her suit is like stitched together her and everything. Yes, and it looks very Tim no, Burton. Yes. Not her character. Everything I, about I No, like not this, her character. Just her design. Just suit, I feel like yeah. the settings in general. Like, I look at yes. the settings and yeah. it looks more Tim Burton. The melodrama by the penguin. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. This movie just Looks oh and feels more Tim Burton. It, it could have been the Nightmare Before Christmas if the Nightmare Before yeah, Christmas live action. was a Batman movie. Yes. yes. Like Danny DeVito is the Oogie Boogie Man. Stop. Again, I just feel like Danny DeVito was the perfect casting for the Penguin. No, absolutely. 100%. They couldn't have had a better Penguin. I'm so glad we live in a time where Danny DeVito was able to play the Penguin. <laughs> Demeanor, personality type, yes. body type, body type, body type. We had to actually we had to fudge the Hank Hill ass, but we made it. <laughs> Eating, oh. eating a dead raw fish. Also, I yes, have, on the was... subject of the penguin, I have a quote that was very funny to oh, me. Oh, did you? Where a bystander says, he's like a frog that became a prince, and this guy next to her goes, nah, he's more like a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, oh my God. I remember that, yes. <laughs> Jesus. She's not wrong. No, that's that's accurate. He is more like a penguin. Yeah. Uh do we wanna real quick touch on the um just setting implications of a penguin enclosure of the zoo being <laughs> just straight up connected to the yeah. sewer system? The fucked. Sewer. Yeah. That's fucked. In how are the, how are those normal ass penguins? You know what? That's Gotham though. That's, that's Gotham. Gotham. That's Gotham. That's yeah. Gotham to a T. That's Got Tim ham. Burton. Yeah. Um him. But it's just amazing that those penguins aren't mutant freaks. No, it's I, you know well, what, Tegan, though, one I of them is. Say, those penguins walk <laughs> that was a, a man. Lot. Those I penguins know, walked a lot like they were people in suits. Which <laughs> we find out in the credits, they were. So, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I have a quick random point to bring up about these movies. Yeah. Do you guys think that Tim Burton created Gotham? No. No. In in a good way. Yes. Like in a actually in a real... no, there wasn't a single lick of sunlight in that whole movie. And there isn't in Gotham, any of them. Yeah, though. yeah but the, exactly. That's Gotham. I think yeah. Tim Burton. I've was... never seen sunlight yeah. in a Batman comic. I think Tim Burton was the perfect choice of director for <laughs> a Batman a series. He did a great especially job. with the lack of context he apparently had. Well, and and I. <laughs> He did a really good job. I, I'm not going to go too far into this because I've clearly touched on it enough. <laughs> as far as the comic books at that time, leading up to that time goes, I think you're right. I think Tim Burton was the perfect director. It was, yeah, yes. it was a good choice. Um, it definitely no, it, wasn't the perfect choice for Batman Bat- Bruce Wayne co- like casting. No, but for just the setting and yes. yeah. Aesthetics. Overall, yeah. a good choice. Very yes. campy, very Halloweeny. That's yeah. Like I think our home. modern inclination Definitely. to make Batman very serious, very grim, dark, is wholly missing the point. Yeah, that's the it's, thing. It's a comic. I like not just these first yes. two. These, no, this but... whole series as a whole. I really like that it never takes itself seriously. It never takes itself seriously, but it is, like, appropriately dark. Yeah. When it needs to be. When it takes itself too seriously, then it's the Dark Knight. Because you have to take into consideration a lot of the origin stories are just 
ridiculous. Catwoman. Yes, right. She gets like bitten and licked by cats. And now she's to bring her back to life, basically. Yes. And now she has superhuman reflexes. And like it, it's understandable in the context. Like it Tim works. Yeah. It yeah. works. Right. It just makes sense. Yeah. Like I mean, it doesn't, but it does. I don't think Joker really made sense, but like that's fine. Everybody oh. deserves a stumble. No, I think in their first... clown. That, yeah, that's what I think. Tim Burton ultimately did the best out of those two movies. Was the Joker? Himself. I think Penguin is. I think his the Magnum Joker Opus. is really good, but I don't think the Joker's origin, like how he became the Joker, works very well. I'm just yeah. not ever. But that's. Yeah, that's I'm like, just. That is a. That's a. I know that's an established point. thing. Yeah. I'm not ever. It doesn't a mean fan it makes sense. Of the plot point like, where Joker becomes just in general parents killer. Yeah, but movie wise like specifically. Yeah. In the in the Batman Begins, they don't do that. I think it's. Because I know there's no established age range for any of the characters in the Batman series relative to Batman, but I don't think the Joker is, like, old enough to be consistently an adult to make the decision to kill Batman's no. parents and then live it long enough I feel like to actively to commit ba- crimes. Yeah. I feel like, in yeah. my mind, they're roughly the, the same, same age. age. Yes. Yeah. The Joker yeah. may be a little bit older. I think well, because... Well, I, yes. The exact opposite of Batman. He's, yes, he's set up to be Batman's foil, well, so that's... the fucking concept of him being, like, older than Batman's parents, that's he would have died. That's stupid. With his it life... also just makes it, like... If not like, by age, if you think about it, yes. if you think about it too much, it's already fucked up that yes. Batman is yeah. beating these people up because they're, yeah. like... Just severely mentally ill people. Yeah, a lot. And if Joker is like also geriatric, that makes it even (laughs) more fucked up. Joker, (laughs) he just has dementia at that point. Jesus, Batman wipe his makeup off, and it's just your grandpa fighting Batman, (laughs) fighting Val Kilmer. Batman was the very first superhero I ever like deeply got into mm-hmm. and what i think i've come to realize as i'm older is i'm not into batman himself but more so the characters and the villains surrounding batman mm. yeah. yeah that's what makes batman interesting. Batman no. himself is the same in every movie basically yes. well, exactly besides his that... lack of chin or <laughs> prominence of chin. i, I think that's uh, other than a dichotomy. very other than a very few specific <laughs> the cases two genders <laughs> I, I think the most consistent thing about Batman is Batman's character himself. Yes, I will yeah. I will give Tim Burton credit in that even though these movies are incredibly like aged, considering how many Batman movies have come since, I did really, really deeply appreciate and enjoy the fact that we didn't begin with a Batman origin story and yeah. instead got a Joker origin story. Yeah. I really appreciate that Tim Burton's movies the ones that he writ wrote and directed focused more on the villains and why they were who they were instead right. of why ba- because i like i get like wanting to establish something like not wanting to assume your audience knows anything but it's safe to assume that a lot of at least american society knows the gist of batman's oh, origin story hell yeah and that's especially impressive considering he said he never read the comics exactly and i think it's very tim burton to want to explore the psyche and the reasonings behind the villains instead of the hero right especially within gotham and i don't i didn't ever expect to be the type of person who would enjoy that like like appreciate that but it's just 
especially now that like we're getting revamps of Spider-Man constantly, it's just mm-hmm. it hammers home how much we're getting solely origin stories fed to us every other year. That mm-hmm. like ha- watching these movies like all in a chunk and how they just focus on the origins of the villains, I really like it was so refreshing <laughs> just to view. So I will give Tim props to that. Good old Timothy. Uh, so I want to give him props for, I think he did a good job of the juxtaposition of Bruce and Selina versus Batman versus Catwoman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do believe Selina and the Catwoman was a good, like, thing that he did. I don't think a lot of people explore, because, like, Selina is meant to be, like, mostly an anti-hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like, any movie that she's in, otherwise, aside from the Halle Berry Catwoman movie, which solely focuses on Catwoman, I don't think any other movie that explores her as, like, an antagonist considers the anti-hero aspect of her character. I really enjoyed, especially, like, her introductionary scene mm-hmm. as, like, the persona of Catwoman, where she kicks the shit out of a man robbing a woman, mm-hmm. and then immediately, like... Like, goes after the woman's, like, you just want to be saved by Batman. Like, that's a good, like, it's not a good thing that she did that, but it's a good look into Selena Kyle in that moment. It's also a really nice touch was, like, I don't know if this was a directorial decision or a Michelle Pfeiffer decision or what, but she has a distinctly, like, separate voice and mannerisms yes, for Catwoman. she does. Same yes. as Batman does. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a really nice touch. I Definitely. really liked, like, this is just a holy performance comment I'm throwing out there. Michelle Pfeiffer's ability to immediately, like, water her eyes as soon as, like, anything difficult is happening for her character. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. she just started, like, fucking, like, she just started a scene on the verge of tears. Uh, like, just uh, at the snap of a finger. And, like, I think it's amazing. I think that's... It's impressive. Especially in the context of this movie, that's exactly what this character needed. She was on the precipice of, like, a huge change in her life. She had no idea what was happening. She had no understanding of what she was anymore. She had just fucking died and come back because cat magic? (laughs) And she had no idea. She had no understanding. She's, like, certifiably insane now. Yeah. She had, like, her life had been threatened several times by fucking clowns. So, like, she's living the worst fucking imaginable week of her life. Mm -hmm. And also Bruce Wayne's trying to romance her so severely. So the fact that Michelle Pfeiffer's able to, like, bring forth this, like, verge of breakdown in, like, the scenes that need it is just... It it does something for the character. I didn't like... I don't like this version of Catwoman at all. But I do think it was performed well within the context of the movie. (laughs) Like, it was written well within, like, what Tim Burton was writing for a fucking woman at the time. Like, I'm not, I'm not ever gonna claim that Tim Burton knows how to write female characters. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. But I believe he knows how to competently write characters that work within the context that he's creating for them. Oh. They're yeah. consistent. Definitely. They're consistent. They're believable human beings, if not believable people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They are. They work within the worlds that he's creating. And again, Tim Burton was the only fucking person who could, like, perfectly craft what Batman is with all his, like, millennia of history. Well, and this was 
early in his career. Yes, exactly. Tegan, what what I really like about the point that you brought up is you are talking about Catwoman overall. Mm-hmm. Catwoman is a very strong person in pretty much any iteration of the Catwoman that you want to talk about. And, like... From the get-go, obviously, she's the the sexy leather queen. Yeah. But it's kind of what she brings to the table based on uh, an underlying misogynistic stereotype of a character. Uh, What I was trying to expand on with that is Catwoman from the get-go has always been kind of a poster child for, like, sexy leather you know, in love with the main protagonist. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Tim Burton took kind of a different approach on that. Ultimately, I think Catwoman herself is a, an incredible character for kind of breaking the mold. And she's a very female-empowered character within the confines of a misogynistic creation like if like a lot of especially the more recent iterations of Catwoman for example have been someone who's way more self-reliant someone who's had a backstory of poverty and pain Mm. and trying to break away from traditionally what like especially for her yeah it yeah like the general like traditional understanding of female characters well it, it especially i'm specifically talking within the confines of comic mm-hmm. books like, yeah yeah it, especially like in later years of comic books creation and how that has transitioned to now like catwoman has always been a very powerful female character and it's only more recently that uh comic book companies are expanding their horizons and and trying to say what can we really do with the character Mm -hmm. and i think that tim burton despite who tim burton is created a good catwoman in not necessarily within those confines because I think Tim Burton himself, like Tegan had brought up before, is is a misogynist <laughs> and creates a specific yeah. female character per movie. I mean, mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, I think, is a good example. Yeah. Wow. But his his iteration of Catwoman is one of my absolute favorite. And um, I I definitely think Michelle Pfeiffer does a good job of kind of showing a, a powerful mm-hmm. feminine character behind Catwoman. Which, yeah, which wholly could not have been accomplished through just Burton's writing alone. Oh, yeah. fuck no. And I really agree with that, and it's like, again, I've... Most of the comics I've read are post these movies. Mm-hmm. But from what I have read of before them, I really do think this performance laid the groundwork for a lot of what Catwoman has become. I think a lot of good 
understanding of the female characters within Batman's universe had to make it onto the screen before they were accurately written. Yes. As, again, a classic example is Harley Quinn, who didn't even exist outside of the screen for quite a while. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But now she, and that's, that's interesting you bring that up, because she is, Harley Quinn is one of the absolute most recognizable. Yeah. Batman villains at this point and she started as a non-canon creation yeah (laughs) I think it's just because the issue with female characters if it's wholly written it can exist without the the input of an actual real life woman but being either voiced or physically acted by a woman you Mm -hmm. there is the understanding of how an actual person who is raised and socialized to be female would interact with this setting. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's the reason why, like, we've only just now had, like, a big, like, a renaissance of, like, the, what these characters can be. Yeah. After a woman has portrayed them. And, I mean, like, again, Harley Quinn is a rare case where she didn't exist until she had a voice. Yeah. Well, so, and what I specifically what I find interesting about Harley Quinn's character from mm. the get go, she was a professional psychiatrist or was she a psychiatrist? Psychologist. Yeah, psychiatrist. Psychiatrist, and um, she, she, you know, she is the the person that's chosen for the case of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like, she has to interview him and try and get inside of his mind, and she ends up falling in love with him. Yeah. And... Which is a very... <laughs> I'm not going to say that specifically her character was set up for this, because obviously I'm not the original creator of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um. I, I think that she is a very good representation of toxic relationships. She oh, has yeah. A, a hell of a yeah. lot going for her from the get-go, she falls for a very toxic man who is uh i i'm a big fan of the joker personally so take my bias oh my into God. account but <laughs> this is the first time hearing of this <laughs> um she she falls for basically a mad genius and he as a character he's very coercive and mm, he's very yes. calculated and he embodies a certain chaos that I've always admired in... Uh, oh my god. N- not, what a fucking no, phrase. No, 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 I'm sorry. That, I, that, that is I, like a threatening phrase. No, I, I, I apologize. In, <laughs> no, in, you're fine. In, in, a char- in like a comic book. No, I understand, no, I understand yeah. what you're saying. It's like, like whoa. My, my favorite Marvel villain is Carnage, who mm-hmm. is very based on the Joker. Mm-hmm. And just kind of yeah, you can like I understand you can like chaos. a character, but like whoa, what a sentence. Well, I I think the that the Joker kind of embodies a certain rage that comes with human nature. Mm. And okay. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, uh, my my ultimate point in all of this, since we started talking about Catwoman, yeah, was that Selena Kyle birthed conversation. Is and I think that Selena Kyle herself kind of in, embodies this power that comes mm-hmm. from doing the wrong thing for self benefit and not going out and hurting other people 
specifically to hurt other people, mm-hmm. but yes. more more so to try and survival. And and to try to say to the status quo, fuck your rules, I can still make it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's very bootstrap story. Yeah, like I, there's never a direct a, a direct version of the Catwoman that at least I know of that specifically goes out and tries to hurt people. Yeah. She fights the bourgeoisie. She's a very interesting, like, Robin Hood-esque character. Yeah, that, that, yeah. But not, she usually doesn't really do the Robin Hood thing and give to the poor. Well, no, it's a very selfish Robin Hood. But it is only from the rich. She's not stealing from people who... Self-centered Robin Hood. Yes. Which, like, she deserves it. She very much embodies an anti-hero. Yes. Yes. I actually this is an She's this like, is probably a question for another video, but is she mm. like the first anti hero? No. No. Uh, no. Not even close. No. No, I, comic book wise. Not no. in no. literature. No. 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 <laughs> no she's Deadpool, not. Deadpool, right? Magneto. No. No, I'm fucking probably. Up. Yeah, I'm like I used to know, but the years have crammed so much more information yeah. in my head that I've had to eject some shit. But, no, there has definitely been shit. Like, even before superheroes, like, comics were wholly DC detective comics. Yeah. So, there have been anti-heroes before Batman existed. Um, in, in comics, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because Batman is, like... 19- I believe Batman was, the like, the first anti-hero in Batman. Because at the time, Batman wasn't like a paragon of morality. He was just a detective. Yeah. He did literally whatever it took to solve his cases. But, yeah, I... We're talking like Bob, like Bob Kane, like... Hello. Like the original Batman. Yes. Like, ah, ha, ha, Batman, I'm robbing <laughs> this bank and there's nothing you can do but... about it. <laughs> Um, yeah, to get back to Batman Returns, I don't know if there's, like, anything revolutionary that happens with any of these characters. <laughs> I think there's, like, a lot of backsteps, especially with Penguin. Yeah. We've made him wholly into a monster instead of a human being. Um. I, I, but I, kind of what we were talking about hmm. before about the Penguin, like, from the get-go, you... You want to feel for the penguin. Yes. He was dealt a shitty hand. Yes. I think the biggest reason that ends up making me really not feel sorry for him is how much of a misogynist he is. Yeah, oh my Consistently. god. Consistently. <laughs> and it's not even like well written where it's like No, consistent. it's just gross. It's just like a couple handful of scenes where it's like over. Exactly. It's not, and it's just gross. It's awful. Awful to fucking like see. Um, so, do you think that's a, do you think that's a product of the Penguin, or do you think that's a product? I of think Tim that's Burton? a product of the Timber not knowing what the Penguin is, and just deciding yeah, he hates right. women. So, <laughs> I think that's what it is too. Do you, but do you think that the third point of that is that's quote unquote the time? I don't like that as an no. Excuse. I don't no, think it's don't the think time. So I think it's just. Is... Uh, a signing of a character trait because Tim Burton didn't know what this character was. Yeah. Because, again, he, like, mutilate, like, give, gave him birth defects. Mm-hmm. When that holy is not a part of the character at no, all. No, definitely not. You're um, right. But, yeah, I think Penguin is, like, a 
great example of a Tim Burton like villain. It's just yeah. that's not a great example of the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with that, and like, I do enjoy this version of the penguin. Yeah, exactly. But it's, but I also really under- really dislike yeah, him. This is not the penguin. Yeah. Um. I mean, what else is there to say about these movies? I don't think I really have. I just I I want to say just about yeah, everything that needs to be said. Again, at at this point, I just want to touch on the fucking ending, where um, Batman is driving home after watching Selena Kyle kill herself to kill the man who's ruined her life. Mm-hmm. He sees her silhouette in an alley. He chases it, and he just fucking picks up a cat and leaves with it. That <laughs> appears to be in his. To an extent, I would say, implied to be her cat. But yeah. um, he does not know that. We don't know that. It's just an implication. Right. He just picks up some person's cat. Yeah. And takes it home. And then we actually see Catwoman standing on top of a building yes. when the bat signal appears. She never shows up again. And she never the shows up again. <laughs> because so, they got you, a new director. and. Yeah. Just, do you think that was a statement by Tim Burton? Or do you think that that was just a... I a think can't be ass movie scene. I think it was a can't be. I think it's just scene. a can't be ass movie scene. Yeah, um, that's the thing about the Tim Burton Batman movies is I don't think there's a lot of like depth to them. No, I think all of these. But I think the Joel None Schumacher ones yes. too. Mm-hmm. None of them. I'd say to a I, larger extent the Joel Schumacher ones. Yeah. I think they work better without any fucking ulterior motive, and it's just wild ass people on Making screen. Making Batman. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we'll end it here. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say. Uh, follow us on Twitter at DumbBingeBinge. Do you want us to promote you? Uh, I... No. <laughs> I don't even have Twitter installed on my phone at the moment, so... <laughs> okay. Um, I'm personally trying to take a, a break. A break, from... a leave of absence. Yeah. Okay. Then just the podcast, Dumb Binge Binge. We're on Tumblr, uh, Dumb Binge Binging with dashes between each word. We have a Patreon. Patreon. It's $2 a month. You get every episode a day early. Whenever that happens, if you decide to pledge. Um, there, I guess there is, there's one last thing I have to say. Oh. Uh, thank you guys very much for having Aubrey and I on this episode. <laughs> oh, of, course. of course. Aubrey has falling asleep because we are <laughs> recording this at shit what time it is, is it almost late. two late yeah almost 2 a.m so aubrey has thus fallen asleep but she I'm, enjoyed these movies I, i'm still wired so <laughs> yeah yeah but uh thank you very much for having us on oh, i have course. had a hell of a lot of fun on of this course. i speaking for aubrey i she definitely had a lot of fun <laughs> as well um okay <laughs> Join us for our next episode where we talk about the, the next, next two. two Batmans in this particular series. And thank you for listening. This has been Dumb Binge Binging. <laughs>